Danny, what did you do to your face? I had my phone surgically fashioned to my jawbone. Why? <laughs> because it's fitting, it's fitting for the song this week. Now we can podcast from anywhere. If I get a phone call, I can answer it right away. I can spend my day at the Batman ride and my phone won't fly away. And whenever I want to look at my screen, I... Oh no, it's stuck to my face. I can't look at my screen. How are you going to play Snake? This surgery costs (laughs) $30,000. The start is something. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sadie Hawkins Pod. I'm Jess. And I'm Danny. And we're back, song by song, first track by first track, ready to talk about the first track off of Real K's third album. I so am. It sounded like you said fresh track at first, and I'm like, these are the freshest tracks. They are the freshest tracks. It's the freshest band. This is the freshest track from, from 2003. Yeah. Freshest track from 2003. Where were you in 2003? You keep asking me this question. And <laughs> Where was I? Celebration, Florida. Well, yeah, what town you were in, but what were you doing in 2003? Just all of 2003. <laughs> you were just doing all of 2003? No, that was a question. You want to know what I was doing for the entirety of 2003? Well, let me just see. Some, just, a, just a broad stroke, just like a... Just like high a, school. a selection high school. You were doing high school. I was doing high school. I was doing time in high school. Do you remember when Poland approved joining the European Union in referendum? Do you know where you were on June 8th when that happened? Yeah, I do. It was a really huge current event. They brought all the students into the science room and we watched it on TV. Do you remember the day after your birthday? As we've talked about many magical things happening around your birthday, mm-hmm, like all those mm-hmm. covers the other week, mm-hmm. the supersonic passenger jet, the Concorde, made its last ever flight from Heathrow to Bristol. Oh, wow. That was in 2003. Wow. Big deal. They were like, I think the Concorde was basically like, what's the point of us having the fastest jet ever made when Reliant K now exists? Mm. Do you know what else happened in 2003? Audio Adrenaline won the uh, the Grammy for Best Gospel Album, which Reliant K's Two Lefts Don't Make a Right, but Three Do was also nominated for. Oh, because I was going <laughs> to say, I'm kind of surprised you even know who Audio Adrenaline are. Did you ever... Did yeah, you, I've heard of Audio you've heard Adrenaline of them? Okay. previously. I've never we, listened to them, but yeah, I've heard of them. As we talked about before, the churches we grew up in did not push CCM music on you, on us, either of us. So for us, it was like... You know, discovering Christian alternative rock was in and of itself its own thing. And there wasn't, maybe you had like, maybe I was aware of Twyla Tharp. Twyla, that was... I have no idea. That was that was one of my mom's artists, Amy Grant. <laughs> was Amy Grant a Christian artist? No, she did like... Yeah. It's the heat of the rhythm of the night. No. no. Was that, who was that? Was that Paul Abdul? Who was that? Was that Gloria Stefan? Oh, there we go. There's so many options. I told you, Danny, I know nothing about music. Well, neither do I, because Twyla Tharp is apparently an American dancer, choreographer, and author who lives. 
Hold on. I'm going to find this out. It's very important the, where she lives. Because this is a kind of important. The, <clears throat> no, this is kind of interesting. I want to figure this out. Because the first Christian pop artist I remembered would be this. Okay. I typed in... I know her first name was Twyla. So I typed in Twyla Christian. And her name was Twyla Paris? That doesn't even sound familiar. I guess. Well, you got the Twyla, right? Yeah. I guess that's her. You know, I just... I guess I heard the name Twyla Tharp so much more. For years, I just thought that was the lady that my mom used to play around the house. And my family was not a big music or pop music, not Mm -hmm. even Christian pop music family. This was like the one music. And I still, to this day, I love the music of like Bruce Hornsby and stuff because Mm -hmm. Twyla Paris, who I guess it was Twyla Paris, her music production back then when my mom would play these tapes around the house had that very like electronic sounding 80s, 90s, like, you know, like like electric drums and electric uh, bass mm-hmm. and electric like that. Like I like a lot of uh, mid Peter Gabriel, like the real pop Peter Gabriel that right. has that really like slick artificial instrument sounding production. Twyla Paris. How about that? I had no idea. Yeah, we didn't play. Oh, what did we play around the house? I remember my parents had it. It was a huge deal. Um, A 100 disc CD changer. And that was wow. like, that was like a big thing. And I remember it was filled, but it was filled with like a lot of smooth jazz and Mannheim steamrollers, Sunday morning coffee. That was definitely a favorite. I remember the Sunday parents morning are into coffee. Metal. Album. That's awesome. <laughs> Your parents are so metal. They're so metal. Mannheim steamroller rolling over plebs or whatever. Anyway, speaking of Jessica. Yes. You're on your phone. You would you get that thing fashioned to your hands? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks That's, to all those nights and weekends, I can do that. What I was going to say, while we're on the subject of mainstream Christian music, in the Hello McFly episode, we were talking about the end of that track where there's the lead-in, the voicemail lead-in to Marilyn Manson ate my girlfriend. Yes. And I was like, is this Toby Mac? I always thought it was Toby Mac. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it was never Toby Mac. And I re-listened to the song between Mm -hmm. then and I'm like, oh, he says, yo, this is Toby. (laughs) We're never having a song. So that's why I knew it was Toby Mac because he literally says it in the song. So that is our corrections department. So Danny. Yes. Endgame. Oh my God. (laughs) We also are contractually obligated to make a Weezer reference in this episode, as we have in the in the previous two. <laughs> All right. That counts as the Weezer reference. There we go. So we're not talking about Endgame again? No, this is all new business. We've moved on. We're pressing okay, on. Good. We're pressing on to talk about this week's song, Pressing all of, On. All of my Endgame regrets are going, going, gone. <laughs> he just looked at me. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> With just utter disappointment. <laughs> However, I do have one thing that I wanted to say before we start. Um, so it is Reliant K related. I was just like going through different stuff, or maybe it was just recommended for me on YouTube. On Earth Day in 2017, Reliant K did like a, a porch session, basically, where they did a live stream for Facebook and YouTube, and they had um, like a new song out. Uh-huh. At the time, that was for Earth Day. They had a, an Earth Day specific song, and then they hung out and answered some questions and played a few songs off of Air for Free. And so they did Mountaintop, and then they did Air for Free. And the version of it is so beautiful. You would really love it, Dan. And I want to play it for you because it's just hoops 
and Teeson on Matt Teeson's porch playing the song in the rain. And so like every now and then like cars drive by and like you hear that like that niceness of cars driving by in the rain. It's really pretty. So I just wanted to play a little bit of that for you. I'll allow it, but I'll warn you, counsel. Uh huh. That I better be impressed. Okay. All right. You look so upset. You weren't expecting that response. I wasn't. I thought you would be excited. I'm very excited. Let's hear it. We're going out of order. We're skipping way ahead. He's got so many petals. He does. Are petals good for the earth? Hoops does. They're good Teason's for the Teeson's on the piano, the piano as usual. pretty and i was like i think this is my favorite version of this song i've ever heard why are we talking about this just in general like oh i just discovered just it personal reliant yeah, k just news personal reliant k news i discovered this video yesterday and i wanted to share it with the pod well that's lovely all right well then are you ready jessica to shift into third gear <laughs> get it it's the name of the box set with the first three gears Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're just yep. like, okay, we're going to shift into third gear. Yeah. Two lefts don't make a right, but three do. See? Three. Chapstick, chap lips, and things like chemistry. I'm not even sure we said the title yet. That's the title that we're talking about today. It's kind of funny as we've been going through only picking out the first tracks off of the studio albums mm-hmm. and kind of getting the progression, looking at the little kind of micro progression of these first tracks right how those first two songs have the exact same theme but in opposite ways the first one was all about wanting to fix your mistakes the second one was all uh pressing on was all about accepting your mistakes Mm -hmm. this song is just like total fun it's just like hey we're going to the amusement park i lost my phone i love it that's something that i really love about two lefts don't make a right is that the whole album is fun i think it might be my favorite reliant k album yeah and i think like overall the the whole album there are those you know deeper meaning and themes Mm -hmm. and maybe as we dig into this album in the future maybe there'll be those sort of like accusatory christian (laughs) lyrics that we don't care for but in terms of like albums this one really showed the 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 scope that this band kind of had for mainstream appeal and their ability to sort of write just fun music that makes you happy but also have you know mean you know deeper meaning here and there i think like you said this album sort of has that going for it Um. this is the album that we got our font from for our podcast Yes. This is, I knew that this was your favorite album, so I 
<laughs> was like, I guess this will be the this will be the sort of look that we go for it in is terms of our so many good tracks. Podcast. Yeah, so many good tracks. I, I think "In Love with the '80s" Pink Tux to the Prom is probably my favorite Reliant K song of all time. Um, but also "College Kids," "Trademark," "Mood Rings." All really great. And and one song that I don't think I was quite as fond of when I was younger was Falling Out. But I've been listening to that song a lot recently. Like, I really love it. And yeah. that's that's one of the more, like, that's definitely, like, a deeper meaning song. I remember I love that song. We're, we're talking about Chapstick and chap lips and things like chemistry. But Falling Out, I remember I love that song from when it came out. And then you and me were in the car years ago, maybe like five years ago, and we were listening to this album, and you went, went to skip that song, and I'm like, why are you skipping this song? And you're like, I don't like this song. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like this song? <laughs> Which is so funny, because I've, lis- I've been listening to it, like, last week, I was doing something, and I definitely had it playing, like, on repeat in the background. Well, my question for you, Jess, before we get into the song, is this album... It had that multiple cover thing going for it. Mm-hmm, right. So I'm wondering, which I'm asking you this as if I don't have your copy in my hand. Wait, is this my copy or your That's copy? That's your copy. This is my copy. Yeah. I had two copies of this CD. You have, <laughs> yeah, you actually have. The, I thought this was your copy. No, the one in your hand right now is the compilation cover. It's the fourth. Right. It's the fourth. Okay. So what what, what cover did you have? Because I got, I just confused myself because I realized I owned two copies of this CD. The first mm-hmm. one I had was the Miami cover, the sort of like uh, Florida-looking cover. That's my favorite. With the seagull. The pink one? Yeah, the pink one. With the limo? Yes. And that's the one that I had. And then at some point when the the dump one, <laughs> the, the, the car wrecking one the came junkyard. out. The junkyard. That was the word. Junkyard. When the blue junkyard cover came out, I went ahead and I bought this one as well. Um, I think I'd actually scratched my pink one mm. to, like, unplayability. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had to buy a second copy. And I'm like, well, I might as well buy the final version of the cover. The things we used to have to deal with, kids. Now yeah. you got your MP3s, but we used to have to burn those MP3s onto blank CDs. <laughs> so the thing I remember about this CD and the multiple covers with the four different car crashes in the four different colors, mm-hmm. is that no matter what version of the cover you got, whether it was the green one or the yellow one or the pink one mm-hmm. or some fourth color, the the CD inside was always the pink oh. limo from Florida the, in the Florida oh. cover. I always just thought of it as Florida because this album also came out around the time that... Uh, that Grand Theft Auto um, Vice, City. Vice City came out. Nice. So I really connected these things. Nice. I wonder if that's why this album hit the 38 position on the Billboard Top 200. Maybe it did. Maybe that is the reason why. <laughs> but yeah, so I, and um, no matter what, when the CD first came out, it had those four different covers. No matter which one you got, it only had one. It didn't have a matching color inside. It only had the pink CD with the limo and the mm. palm trees. And we were like, was this like some sort of... Um, factory mistake and i and i um and my friend johnny and i at the time this this album came out while we still had relative access to reliant k at their shows right, like right. they would still hang around after they played and it was easy to talk to them and so we went to matt hoops and asked him like hey i bought you know because i think johnny bought the green cover that's set in the mountains okay but he had the pink cd inside and that was weird they're like oh we bought he Oh, I bought, you know, he said, oh, I bought the green cover, but it had the pink CD inside. And Danny bought the 
pink cover and had the pink CD inside. And he's like, yeah, they all have the pink CD inside. <laughs> I don't know if that was ever Too corrected. Much work. I know. I don't know if that was ever corrected, but maybe it's easier to print the back then. Maybe it was easier to print the the covers for cheap and do as many of those as you wanted. Mm. But when it came to printing the actual CDs, maybe you had to yeah, settle on one design. Yeah. I didn't actually own this on CD. I was an early adopter of iTunes. I I was very much into filmmaking and I went to film camp when I was like 15, 16. So when I got home from film camp, my parents bought me a Mac so that I could continue to like edit my projects that I would shoot. Mm-hmm. And so I just used iTunes. So I definitely was like, I would just buy the songs that I liked most and then burn them onto CDs so that I could listen to them in my car. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you don't even know what vinyl is back then, did you? I did, though. You did? I did. I used to love my mom's vinyl collection. Lots of Herman's Hermits and the monkeys in there. That's awesome. (laughs) So, Dan. Yes. What's your favorite kind of chapstick? We haven't even talked about the song yet. Now you're hitting me with the heavy questions? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's get into it. Um... I have no idea. <laughs> My favorite kind of chapstick? Yeah. Can I just like pick any kind of a lip healing balm? Does it have to be in stick I'll form? Allow it. First of all, my favorite kind of chapstick because chapstick is a trademarked brand. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're not saying what's your favorite kind of lip balm stick. That's like saying what's your favorite Xerox machine? Xerox like that this a brand name. And I wonder It's clearly the Xerox Type 3200. <laughs> of course, I'm sorry. Duh. Um, so uh, before I answer your question, this does make me think of something. Like Chapstick is a trademark brand. And I'm like, I'm wondering, did they have to clear this with the chap- Chapstick? <clears throat> you know what? Leave that in. I'm wondering if they had to, <laughs> if they had to clear this with the Chapstick Corporation. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is it is it together? Is what? To, oh, no, it's separate. That might oh, be the is that like around. a sly that that's their transformation Maybe. for fair use? Maybe. So if you're asking what is my favorite type of chapstick, the brand name product, mm-hmm. I would say just plain old chapstick. Like okay. what's better? And but if you're asking me, cherry, like, cherry's better. I don't like. Is it? They're not. It's not edible. Like I don't understand why. <gasps> I'm not I a girl. Just put something together that what? we won't even talk about until next week. What? Both Tyson and Katy Perry have songs about chapstick. Oh. Boom! My brain just expanded. Oh boy. <laughs> well, my favorite brand of lip balm is Carmex. And that, I think it might come in stick form, but really I just like that tiny little tub that you twist off the top and you use Mm -hmm. your pinky finger and you just dab, dab, dab. Mm -hmm. Awesome. This song should have been called called Carmex Chaps Lips and Things Like Chemistry. Or... Or Carmex Canker Sores and Things Like Chemistry. (laughs) Oh, Canker Sores are the worst. They also could have just titled it The Best chapstick of all time which is lip smackers they could have titled it dr pepper lip smackers chap lips and things like chemistry well that's not what it's called it's called chapstick chap lips and things like chemistry and we have not even talked about the song yet this song is really good i love that it 
starts off with okay so who doesn't have a cell phone blah 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 blah, and then you get into the story but as a sort of like as a kickoff song Mm -hmm. just that like those opening couple of words okay so it's like they're welcoming you to the album it's like let's go we're having fun okay and the fact that it's like about them going to a theme park and it's like, hey, everybody, we're going to the theme park. Get all your stuff together. That it's like definitely we're resonated fun. with me. I know. As a teen. I wrote a little note here. And it's like the park and permission slip thing must really speak to who I know Reliant K's audience was at this time, <laughs> which was hyperactive preteens, <laughs> usually either Christian or at least like, if not Christian, then like in very uh, secluded sort of home settings. <laughs> It's like, I want to go outside. I want to go where people are. I want to go have it. You've just managed to offend not only us, but all of the listeners. That's, but that's what all the, that's, that's who listen. If I've learned anything by like looking at Reliant K YouTube videos by fans that are 10 years old, is that everyone who's just bored and all they had was Reliant K and they just make weird videos on their grandma's webcams and they just try to fill the time until they get to go to the theme park with their school or their, or their youth group or whatever. Yeah, that's probably true. So you know how the, the sort of the, the theme of Hello McFly was creepy bedrooms? The theme of chapstick chaplips and things like chemistry is creepy blogs. Because when I did some research for this, I decided I'm going to do a deep Google dive. Forget the first three pages of results. I want everything from that like very last part of that third page and after. Mm-hmm. And definitely a lot of like old blogs by... Preteen girls with their MySpace pictures are uh-huh. titled Chapstick Chaplips and Things Like Chemistry. So this song definitely sp- spoke at the time to a very specific group of early 2000s kids. Yeah. And um, it, this is a theme that will come up in one or two Reliant K songs throughout the years. But this is sort of a very of its time stamp, a very time stamped thing because one of our favorite things, and we talk about it all the time, is the phone fashion to the jawbone and you're waiting for your nighttime minutes because you're all out of daytime minutes and mm-hmm. all of this all of this nights early and cell, nights and weekends all this early cell phone talk kids these days have no idea yeah what that means and i love the idea that like kids were too invested in their cell phones back in 2003 <laughs> It's like your cell phone couldn't do anything back then. Like you could play Snake. You could play, yeah, maybe, and like you could make phone calls. I remember I used to, I had like an early flip phone, like some sort of Nokia, mm-hmm. and I would, I had this idea. I'm like, oh, I wish there was a notepad on this phone, so when I think of interesting things I want to remember, I can write it down with that, like mm-hmm. that that you know, you just have the number pad and you yes. have to push the number as yes. many times as each letter. Oh. So I, so I was like, oh. You can do emails on this phone. So every time I think of a thing I want to remember, I'll email it to myself. Well, my dad was paying for my cell phone back then. And one day he calls me on the phone because I was like, at this point. So you weren't out of daytime minutes. No. At this point, I'm in, because remember, I'm older than you. So at this point, I'm in community college. Oh, yeah. So I'm not like, I'm still, I'm still local. I'm still only live half an hour away from him. But he calls me because I'm not living with him at that point. Right. And I said, and he says, Danny, here's how much your cell phone bill is this month. (laughs) 
And I'm like, oh, I don't remember how much it was exactly. But it turned out all of those emails, and there weren't that many, but they cost so much money oh, no. per email because your, your texts were so limited back then. I mean, texts right. are still limited unless you have something like iMessage or whatever. Right. But then when you have to send it as a text, you have 200 or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah. everybody on, on iPhone is like, oh, why do I have to have that one Android friend? <laughs> like, you're like, let's go over to Facebook Messenger. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I don't even know. I wish I could see that that cell phone bill again. This is a very relatable song for the teens, Dan. It even has the word "relate" in the in the lyrics. I always I always thought that it it kind of resonated, and it still resonates. The can I relate to you the way you relate to me? Can you help me out with my chemistry? I don't want to per- be perceived the way I am. I just want to be perceived the way I am. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you totally are. Like there's like. There's the view of you that others have that is maybe not necessarily completely true to your character. It's like people want to put you in a box, like stereotype, and yet you're just the way you are and you just want to be perceived the way that you are Mm -hmm. instead of in, you know, the way others want to see you. That's very nice. I think that that's a way that that a lot of people, especially teens and rock stars, feel. I'm putting together a little story in my mind. I don't know if Matt Thiessen meant it this way but now i'm actually thinking about it because i'm thinking about those early 2000s pent up either christian or like you know helicopter parents kids who didn't have like a lot of outside of the home adventures you know that <laughs> i was sort of one of those kids but not exactly but you had so many adventures i had so many i hear adventures. back on danny's adventures and i'm like <laughs> my what? parents did not Why? have me on too tight of a string oh my gosh but I know I knew those kids and I would and I would go and hang out with kids like that and and their parents would have them on tire strings. So I'm actually thinking to myself a little bit, but this is this is how it connects to my brain. We did say that out of the three the first three gears, the opening tracks, this seems like the most aloof and fun and you know, the first two have very meaningful deeper themes mm-hmm. about your know, mistakes in life but this song while it is about a bunch of people going to the theme park for the day and talking on their cell phones then there is that bridge where they start to where he's like starts to opine about relationships and mm-hmm. trying to make his relationships better and is he good at you know is he good at keeping not just and he says not just with girls but so he's thinking about romantic relationships and he's also thinking about his friendships and his family and he's like am i you know handling any of this right and it's like there there is this like sudden deeper thing that happens in the song so now that i'm putting those two things together sort of for the first time in my life where i'm thinking of this sort of this tone of people having fun at a theme park and talking Mm -hmm. on their phones and then all of a sudden there's this little discussion about am i good at relating to my family and friends and my perspective romantic Mm -hmm. stuff i'm thinking about like when you're in school or when you're in a youth group or something and you don't really see those people, those those other kids outside of that setting right. most of the time, unless maybe you've got like a best friend or something. Maybe if you live in the town, maybe if a bunch of towns right, come right. together in one church or one county school or something. And then it's like, you, you, it's like, this is my chance to see like my crush or people that I like outside of the setting of just the school or just the church. Like right. we're going out. 
yeah. to have fun and like, hey, maybe this is my chance to go talk to that person because we're at the theme park and like it's not just right. like we're in this 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 institution where it is normally the only place that we ever meet. Right. I'm wondering if that was sort of something that was going through Matt Thiessen's mind when he wrote this song, but I don't really know because I'm only now putting these couple of these couple of ideas together. Mm-hmm. One other note I had about the lyrics, which is just about as deep as what I just said, is that sometimes when he says that opening line, okay, so, I'm always thinking like, okay, so dip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow like, I knew that that's where your mind went. On a similar topic of theme parks and sort of those more pent up, uh, you know, not, not often let to have a lot of leeway socially. Kids of helicopter parents. Right. Is that was definitely a thing, again, living in the Orlando area where they had Disney, and I think even maybe Universal later, but Disney definitely had a night where they had Christian like bands play at the park. Right. And it was in Rock the Universe, one at Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Reliant K has definitely played at before. Yeah. They've de- I've seen those YouTube videos recently. Yeah. So those, it was always a thing where like I was always like, oh, this would be so cool because like Reliant K or, you know, Switchfoot, whoever is playing, my parents were always like, no, you're not going because it was very widely known <laughs> that this was this weird thing where all these kids who were never allowed to be let loose this was the one night a year when they got to let loose and all sorts of craziness happened like i have known different people who've worked at disney who were like that was the absolute worst between like grad fest like whatever other special events they have that was the one no one ever wanted to work because they said just weird crazy stuff happened on those nights that's so funny that's like how legends are born. That's like how the legend of Halloween, that's how Halloween became a holiday. It's <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, this is the night the ghosts and the goblins come out and we have to do all these things. This isn't a holiday, this is serious business. And then decades and centuries go by and people are like, oh, this is that fun time of year that yeah. we put out a little jack-o'-lantern out on the thing. Like a <laughs> hundred years from now on the site of Universal Studios, there's going to be this like celebratory holiday where people are like remembering <laughs> when this is the night that the 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 hellish angel children come exactly. out to be evil for the one night. Exactly. We got to talk about the music video for this song. But mm-hmm. before that, last thing I just wanted to mention in terms of the release of the song is that this, out of the first three albums, this is the first one where the opening track is not on the supported EP that was released. Because the EP that was released in support of this album was the Employee of the Month EP. You know, for the first mm-hmm. album, you had 2080D. For the second album, you had the Creepy EP. This time, you have Employee of the Month. Chapstick is not on the Employee of the Month EP. You mm-hmm. have Trademark and In Love with the 80s and Failure, Failure to Excommunicate. Hmm. And then three other songs that were later on, Birds and the B-Sides. But... It's not on here. So I just wanted to mention, because in the last two episodes, we've talked about the EP that was released to support the album. Right. I I didn't want to skip that, but the song's not actually on here. And um, I'm not even sure if this was actually a single, because... No, no, no. There was a music video. We're just about to talk about the music video. video. But I'm so surprised, because we'll talk about the music video now. But compared to Pressing On, which didn't have a video, and was on the ep 
Preston on had so many more fan videos and so many more covers that I found. Hmm. But Chapstick does not have at least... I mean, you said you found a lot of other blog posts and people mm-hmm. talking about it, and I was able to yeah. find about the first two songs. But there's not a lot of people making derivative works from Chapstick. Not, I mean, there are a lot, but not compared to Press It On. And, and maybe just tied with Hello McFly. Yeah, that's so interesting, because I always thought of this as being like a very, very popular song. But I guess I'm looking on Reliant K on Apple Music, and it's not in their top eight. Hmm. Huh. Well, this song was a single, did have a music video. Pressanon had a music video. Mm-hmm. I, I think I just said Pressanon didn't have a music video, but it did. Anyway. Did In Love With The 80s have a music video? Nothing I'm aware of. I didn't think it did. These are the things we're figuring out because we're big Reliant K fans. <laughs> and we're figuring them out on the fly as we go. Exactly. This video, I definitely saw at the time. It's probably one of the only Reliant K videos that I saw when it was new and when it came out. The internet was a little bit hmm. better <laughs> by 2003. <laughs> um, like the video for uh, Marilyn Manson and the video for Press right, On are right. things that I saw later. Oh, okay. Uh, that I, like, one day I was Googling Reliant K and I found those videos. This one came out at the time, and by then you had whatever videos were played. You didn't even have YouTube yet, but they were better video compressors, so I could fi- you could find things like this. I remember early internet, like I'm talking 1996. Mm-hmm. I All I wanted to do was search Green Day, and I found Green Day video clips, but they were like seconds long, oh. and they were these really super compressed real video clips, or maybe they weren't even real video, but they were really super compressed clips that i couldn't even play on my own computer because we didn't have the like the encoders that would allow you to play that right stuff so i had to like put them on a hard disk on a three by five disk and i had to take them to another computer i think to my friend's house or to school or Mm -hmm. something to actually watch them so i saw this but chapstick chap lips and things like chemistry i saw the video at the time in the video it's the band rocking out in an assisted living home that cuts to them being orderlies helping the elderly people it cuts to them playing in the recreation hall and at first nobody's interested but then eventually by the end of the video all the elderly people are like smashing Mm -hmm. everything and like moshing and everything they're rocking out i loved this video at the time i thought it was so clever i i really did yeah later on and we'll talk about this in a minute we'll we'll get some feedback from you first but when we get back to me, I'll f- we'll find out that a lot of other people thought this was a clever idea, not just <laughs> oh. Reliant K. Oh, okay. Because there are a lot of other videos with the same theme. But what, was there anything you wanted to say about it? Oh, just just such nice boys helping out around the old folks' home was definitely a thing that Teen Jessica loved. It's very close with my grandparents, so I was like, oh, look, they would they would go visit them with me. So cute. That's nice. And I love Tyson with his early 2000s heartthrob hair. This is some like premium Tyson hair in this video. I'm going to play the video quietly in the background. So there it is. You're missing it. You missed it. There it is. Yeah, it's good stuff. Making eye contact with the camera. That panty dropping smirk. I'm like, yeah, I bet you lost your cell phone beneath the Batman ride. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There's a lot more even and fair 
camera time for everyone in this video as opposed to pressing on, which was all Tyson and Brian. Oh. <laughs> Remember we talked about like the camera keeps right. moving to Brian. Yes. By the time they got to this song and this album, everybody had those contracts like yeah. they did for uh, Bohemian, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. <laughs> everyone needs mathematically equivalent time. I've never seen an assisted living place that looks like this. It looks like they're in an insane asylum. <laughs> or it looks like they're in a VFW hall. Like this Maybe. place is meant to be rented. Like it looks like they're in a really... But the pill thing at the beginning, yeah. that definitely looks like like Nurse Ratchet's like waiting back Well, there. I just mean like the dance hall or whatever they're in. It just looks like, like a place that I would go to hardcore shows. <laughs> Which is fitting because oh. like the, the the old people are. Do they have like hardcore shows in old asylums? That'd be amazing. <laughs> it's a good idea if they have. I'm sure that they have. I also have to say that when they cast this video for all of the elderly people, some of these people aren't that old. <laughs> some of these people yeah, are in their forties and and like early fifties. Some of these people are not retirement age. They shot it here in LA. They probably just went down to Central Casting. Yeah. They're like anyone who kind of looks old. Yeah. Because some of these people are actual like blue hairs, like actual right. elderly. And then, you know, you got the like the moshing stuff and like the smashing of instruments. And maybe those this are... This lady in the pink robe yeah. is like 56. Right. Um, we will say this is actually... The, the location is actually in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And before we recorded today, we went to visit it yesterday. We were outside. Yes. I was like, oh, look, the address is right on the awning. I wonder where that's at. And so I, I Googled it and I did like a Google Street View and it looks very different now. And we went to uh, visit it. But yeah, it's like so that that white brick and then like the blue um, like pillars is now the pillars are like a like an off white sort of color and the brick is red. Mm-hmm. It was right around the corner from Cantor's. Yes, yeah, and across from the Grove. Famous deli. Yeah. Oh, and right near, by, by the Grove, right by the, well, I don't know if back then the Writers Guild of America would be there. <laughs> Maybe. Um, lots of fun stuff. They could just go down to Dupar's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, man, I wonder if this is, like, premium housing right here for the elderly because Cantor's is right there. You can walk to the deli. Like, you could yeah. walk from there to Cantor's. It's just the next block down. There is not in the video, but there is now a Korean sign on the building because apparently yes. the Hayworth Retirement Home is catering now more specifically to Korean and Korean Americans. and At least according to their Yelp page. And the Yelp page, right. But then it's on the, it's on the sign. There's now a Korean version of their yeah. sign. That's good. This video, I thought mm-hmm. it was so clever at the time. I really loved it. Um, it's something about just like a really well-timed old person joke that's always so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, classic rapping grannies and like, where's the beef lady? Right. <laughs> old people can be funny when they're... The elderly doing things. Humor. Yeah. But the thing is, a lot of old people want you to laugh. They're like, oh, I'm so glad you're happy. It's ageist. It's not ageist. It's totally not ageist. <laughs> But this is a concept that is well-tread in the rock music video world because so there's so we haven't talked about them really yet, but there's a podcast called Blink-155, and I've been a fan of them for years, and basically our format is a pale imitation, just a carbon copy of theirs. But they recently did an episode for the newer Blink-182 song, Blame It On My Youth. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, Josiah 
found a Reddit post about people talking about the new song and somebody said, oh, I got a great idea for a music video for this song. And then there, he reads their, their music video idea and it's like Blink-182 puts on old person makeup and they go out and they start rocking and doing mm-hmm. punk rock stuff. But then the replies to the Reddit post are all like, oh, like that Good Charlotte video. Oh, like that Tiny Moving Parts video. Like, oh, like that Foo Fighters video. And then I was thinking, and they didn't bring it up, I'm like, oh, like that Reliant K video. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't realize the band doesn't put on old person makeup, but there is a, it turns out there's a number of videos mm-hmm. that are just about like the elderly rocking out. And the only one that I found specifically that predates this video is the Good Charlotte Girls and Boys video. I don't know if I wrote down these links. I don't know if we need to watch all of them, but do you remember the Girls and Boys video? I don't know if I ever saw the video, but classic. The first time I ever saw Reliant K, they were on a tour with Good Charlotte and Simple Plan. So So I didn't rewatch this whole video, but I remembered from the time and it's really just like they're they go to like grandma's house and mm-hmm. grandma is like dressed like and grandma and grandpa are just like Good Charlotte. I'm playing it silently in the background right now there's just old people rocking out with good charlotte but like in a regular home setting so it's not like the real nk video where they're actually orderlies in a retirement home gotcha yeah you're just excited because the king signed somebody right now i am sorry (laughs) actually i did i did take a pause to look at that but my mom texted me So, if we want to start You know with, me, always got that cell phone fastened to my jawbone. Um, so, I went online and I tried to find interesting live videos that we could play. Maybe see, like, from the time mm-hmm. and also more recently. Yeah, because you've mentioned so, there are some cases where you like the live yeah. version better. One thing I never paid attention to and noticed in this song is that the opening harmonies, when he's like... When he says, because theme parks are fun when the sun's outside i never realized that the rest of the band is singing sun's outside i mean i kind of did but then i what didn't occur to me is the next line is like i lost my phone beneath the batman ride the harmonies are singing batman ride (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's pretty funny it's really really (laughs) subtle and i never noticed it until i was watching these live videos the thing is there are dozens and i mean i watched probably at least i watched at least 20 maybe more people's phone videos from all over the decade from like you know all the way from from 2007 up to now and they are they all not the band the cameras all sound horrible Mm. and i couldn't find a single one sometimes i had my headphones in sometimes i didn't and i'm like i hear these like the way they do the harmony live sometimes they resolve the note Mm -hmm. down so they're like, Batman ride. That's how it would be right, on the right, album. Yeah. Sometimes they go, Batman ride. And it goes a little lower. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that sounds prettier when it... I don't know if that would be a minor chord or if it's just like they're just resolving it lower. Right? Right. And it sounded like... It just sounded more fresh than I've been used to in my head hearing it for years. The best sounding YouTube video I found was the full Cornerstone 2002 or 2003. Okay. Actually, I wrote a couple other ones down. Here's Manila, 2013. I don't remember if this actually sounds good. Okay. 
that one sounds okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't go. They didn't quite go down, but they were also like it was just. It sounded a little sweeter. They're like Batman ride. Right. Just, yeah, yeah. There was a little wavering, and I liked it. Um, yeah, Rolling and Kate always, not always, but they usually do something a little different in their in their live shows than they do on the album. So this is the earliest that I found, and we're probably going to come back to this YouTube video a lot. This is the 2003 Cornerstone full set. Yeah! Woo! We're Reliant K. We're from Ohio. This one's called Chapstick, Chaplips, and Things Like Chemistry. version's a little rougher at the start. Mm-hmm. Tyson's like voice is cracking and it's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> Sounds so good. Uh, maybe I definitely just would have liked those harmonies up in the mix a little bit more on the studio. Mm-hmm. Because even though I couldn't find the, the videos that I had where the harmony ends the way I liked it, mm-hmm. were not worth playing. They're so overblown. The, if those harmonies had been up a little in the album that would have been a lot i think that would have been better i wish also that there was like an official live version somewhere but i had a really hard time finding any kind of like you know welcome to this channel's special sessions with relying k or any kind of like any kind of professional shot video that wasn't meant to be released like Mm -hmm. i couldn't find anything sure it exists but it's not on the live albums or anything um on that same topic, I was watching earlier, or actually it was a couple of days ago, I guess, um, the the live from Capitol Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had it on YouTube, and it was it was so pretty. They did like an acoustic set, and it's just it's like the most beautiful acoustic set oh, I've ever heard. But it wasn't with this song. No. Then why are we bringing it up? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Awesome. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, if you want some pretty acoustic versions of this song, I we can get into covers. I found, first we have on YouTube, Bobby Moon. And I wonder if this is Bob Moon who produced <laughs> Teenage Politics. No, it is not. It is this guy. I don't, he doesn't think it's ever been played in acoustic. Well, okay, so I'm dying on the cell phone. Who got back there? 
I love this guy. <laughs> Does he have MXPX covers? Because, man, he seems like an MXPX covers kind of guy. He is really... I don't know what year is this. This video is 2018. Oh, wow. <laughs> because oh, wow. he looks very 2008, he does. 2009. Yeah, yeah. Like, he looks... And, and his whole vibe, the way he's doing the song, just has that, like, where Warp Tour, like, mm-hmm. starts to become, like, heartfelt, like guitar not yeah the early people would call it emo but i wouldn't even call it emo like it's just yeah 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 Yeah, he's got the like chest tattoos and stuff like and the wife beater and he's just vibing out he's really he's really into it i really like his energy i don't know that he's actually hitting the real chords from the song (laughs) maybe this doesn't come out in the uh playing the video into the microphone but when i listen to this with headphones I was like, these don't even sound like the right chords. This sounds like an approximation. Like, he's basically like, I know how to sing the song. <laughs> and I got a couple good ideas for chords. But I love it. Bobby Moon. That one wasn't... Bobby Moon was... Bobby Moon rocked. He but did. But his acoustic version was not really pretty. And you were looking for a pretty... You like pretty acoustic Reliant K. I like pretty acoustic Reliant So let's K. see if... Richie Vaughn... Sorry, Ruthie Vaughn. I like Ruthie Vaughn's tea. It's a ringer tea. Big fan of ringers. I'm gonna like this. I love her voice. like that i love her voice yeah that's a very she does that she has that very like that really nice sound i don't know who is that like like she kind of sounds like I don't... it's got kind of like a, um like a little bit of alicia keys type yeah, lilt maybe to the voice it. and a little bit kind of like lily allen sort oh, of like yeah. bravado attitude yeah, yeah, yeah. going i like that yeah I don't know if she likes any of those artists. I'm not saying that she's exactly like them. I'm just saying she's got some of that, like, sassy vibes. What else has Ruthie Vaughn done? This is what you like to do. You like to you like to <laughs> look into these people's lives I a do. I just get their covers. Oh, she cut her hair shorter. Oh, she did Regina Spector, After Your Heart, Dan. Oh, The Call. Uh, Lullaby by Dixie Chicks, Turning Page, Sleep, Sleeping at Last. Um, Any Lana Del Rey? Some originals. <laughs> you want me to look for some Lana Del Rey? Just asking. I might not know a lot about music, but oh my gosh, I could talk about Lana Del Rey for hours. Well, Born to Die through Honeymoon. I could just 
Yeah. Love Lana Del Rey. You could also talk about new Lana Del Rey, but it's a oh, much man. different conversation. This is true. I, de- I have a friend. We've, we've talked about doing a podcast before, but I have a friend where it's like when we hang out, or at least for a certain time when we were hanging out, at least 90% of our conversation was filled with just talking about <gasps> Lana Del Rey. Found it. Oh, yes. <laughs> we could talk about Oh, video games. Her hair's so different. She has a lot of different looks over the years. Yeah. Na 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 na. It's got a similar <laughs> chord thing going to chapstick. There's some sort of sort of production. Yeah, she, I don't know if she did this in post or if she yeah. somehow. It's really good though. There's a lot of extra reverb in there, but it's it's hard to sing Lana Del Rey. It's she she definitely shot it on a low end sort of webcam, so I'd be surprised yeah. if she you know I would think it should just sound like live in the room, but yeah. there's definitely something added there. Really yeah. nice though. But that is a uh, Ruthie Vaughn. Give her a like. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. So then we have, I forgot, we do have one more acoustic cover. This is Levy Marie Music, 2018. This video is these two, this man and this woman, um, but then they film themselves out in the wilderness playing the song acoustic, and then they also each shot a harmony separately. So you have three videos that I guess are going to be layered on top of each other. So nice, they included the lyrics. It's like a TikTok thing. It's not one of the things you can do oh, with a TikTok. TikTok. I don't know. I've never used it. Because, like I said, it's three videos with these two people. The two of them in one video, and each of them separate in the other video, creating their own harmonies. I have no, I don't know how you do this. I mean, I, nice. I could definitely figure out how to do this with just the video, but I don't know if this is an app. Oh, there is a chiptune video game version of the song. Oh, nice! I found this on SoundCloud. We'll skip towards the middle to start this. Oh, this part's awesome. (laughs) There should be way more of these. Yeah, there should be. I love the fills. They should be in the regular song. Um, Did you find the lullaby cover? No, I don't know. There is a lullaby cover of this. There. Oh, from one of those lullaby CDs. Yeah, that was like a really big deal in the early two thousands. They I, still I, those still come out nowadays. Yeah, I had like I had some I had some Ramones ones just because I thought it was fun. Oops, sorry. Yeah, 
Like it had Ramones. There's an MXPX one. Oh, there's nice. a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah, they had some Reliant K. I didn't H-boys. find that. But uh, there's one last cover I want to play for you because this is a one, two, three, Whoa. four, five, six piece band. I don't think Reliant K's ever gotten up to six pieces. And they've had a lot of, they've definitely had more than six people through the band, but maybe at one time, I don't know. You have bass, guitar, you have bass, guitar, guitar, guitar. Two ladies, one has the acoustic guitar and the other is just singing and the drummer. And I love this because all six of them are in a completely different band. They they were like, hey guys, let's start a band. We all want to do music. They all have a different idea of what they want to do. So basically, the lead singer is a girl with an acoustic guitar. But she's then, not actually playing. It's just slung over the back. She's not playing. But the bass player is just jamming. He is rocking his head. He is, like, totally meddling out. He really is. And he's wearing, like, he's wearing the, like, the, like, um, like, cut-off sleeves, jeans, real tight. <laughs> The, guitar, the the lead guitar is basically like shoegaze pop punk. He's just like totally chill in the background. Yeah, just... yeah. Shorts. The drummer is also like ready to be in an actual like heavy metal band. He has got the like an eighty off. an eighties heavy metal band though. Yeah. I think. But this is ador- it's also adorable because I don't know how old they are, but they are definitely high school age. Yeah. But like I said, they are not. In the they've same got band. a lot going on with their lighting setup. Is yes. this like a school of rock kind of thing? <laughs> it might be. I didn't look at because that would make sense as to why everybody kind of has their own very unique style. There's not a uniform. Uh, all it says is "poppin' the pumpkin." That's oh. all it says in the description. You know, "poppin' the pumpkin." Pump pumpkin. Oh, she's about to break out the acoustic guitar. They're fun, but they're just, like, so not on the same page. It's yeah. great. <laughs> I love them. Look at he's... Oh, my yeah, God. wow. He's down he's basically so on his knees. Yeah. The bass player is like, got that super wide heavy metal stance. Oh, my God. Crab core. That's what he's doing. The bass player is totally in a crab core band right now, and the rest of them just want to do, you know... Just straight ahead pop rock, mm-hmm. pop punk. He is so low right now on the ground. It's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Good times. That's probably the best version of the song I've heard. So I did find yet again a ton of videos of people just like dancing in their living rooms, in their bedrooms, in their weird little hallways leading up to staircases in their homes because they're not allowed to leave. They're not allowed to leave but once a year (laughs) when they get to go on the Batman ride. (laughs) There's no song better suited for the fact that Reliant K fans loved rocking out for their webcams when they were 14, 15 and younger. That's just a kid thing. Well, I'd like to, if you're you're up to switching gears, as long as it's in the first three. Okay. 
I'd like to go over to songmeanings.com. Sure. And see what some other people thought of this song. Okay. See really what they thought that the lyrics were about. I think we encapsulated it pretty well, but let's see what the uh, the, the non-professionals have to say. <laughs> so Free as a Bird 16 on March 17th, 2009 said... Best Beatles song. <laughs> I think this is just a song about a field trip to Six Flags or something. When you're in high school... And all the crazy crap high schoolers go through, like running out of cell phone minutes and confusing relationships and not being able to go on the stupid field trip because you forgot to tell the rents, parents for those who don't know. But I think that was the point. A lot of Reliant K songs sound like they got inspiration for something that just randomly happened and just wrote something down while they still had it. I'm a songwriter, and I know that inspiration doesn't come all that often, so you just roll with it eventually. It's weird. I get all my songs in Algebra 2 class. So I'm either taking... That's a great tip. <laughs> so I'm either talking about being sleepy or parables. Haha, ha, just kidding. Mostly. I think the main thing I took away from that is Algebra 2 class is a great place to be creative. Yeah. Maybe it's not probables. Para... Parables? Parables? Oh, no, that's what I said. Probables? Probabilities? If they're in Algebra 2 class, maybe it's some sort of math thing. I was not a math person. P-A-R-A-B-O-L-A-S. Oh, wait. Parabolas. Not it's a par- math thing. Oh, not parables. That makes more sense. Makes way more sense. When, you, when you're writing songs about parables, and when you talk about Relying K, I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on what kind of school you go to. But if you're in Algebra 2 or Geometry or whatever she said, or he said... I, they said a parabola. Sure, that's a math thing. Yeah. So moving oh, like, on. They're probably a math rocker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Multiplication rocks? Real, yeah. Real, no, I was talking about like that very complicated like asymmetrical rock that's like done with equations on the guitar. Oh. Yeah. Fancy. There's a Weezer song about it. There's our official Weezer reference for the day. There we go. Breaking Tuesday on March 27th, 2003 said, there's a lot of, everybody's commenting in March. (sighs) Yeah, the CD is not their best stuff, but the song's cool because I went to see their concert at Six Flags when they were in Cleveland and I was a couple rows back on the Batman ride with him when he lost his phone. How about that, eh? What? This is some insider. This is some insider information. Breaking now. Or it's fanfic. It's like some sort of Stan <laughs> who's like, "I was there. I had a dream about it. And now it's real." We'll never know if Breaking Tuesday is telling the truth or not. No. But interesting. And personally, I, I think that. this is some of their best stuff. I mean, all of yeah. K stuff is really good, but like, this is a great song. The CD is amazing. I didn't say this before, but I think that this album directly builds upon the previous album. I think these first three albums are basically like test runs for the next album. They're both, each one is fun in its own way. Like I talked about, the first album is very rough, both production-wise and lyrically. But then when you get into the second album, it's like a huge step up. It's way more, sounds way more professional, way more polished. Mm -hmm. And then basically they took that sound that they perfected on anatomy mm-hmm. and they kept that sort of perfect sound but wrote even more fun and poppy songs for the third gear yeah these first three albums i would categorize as a very specific reliant k sound because after this when you get into mm-hmm and 
forget not slow down that's a very and and apathetic ep that's a very different kind of sound right and then what comes after that with like collapsible lung and air for free again a different like it's like they keep transcending genres so i would group the first three as one style then mm -hmm is its own style with apathetic and forget not slow down and uh fifth Five score, seven Five years score ago. Five score, seven years ago. We so, are Relying K fans. We are Relying K fans. That's it. So, okay, no. Yeah, so that one. So maybe. I would say, mm-hmm, and Five Score and Seven Years Ago are the albums that are closer to each other. Yeah. The way that this album that we're talking about today is built off of the success artistically of Anatomy. Mm-hmm. I feel like they had something great with mm-hmm. And instead of finding a whole different place to go mm-hmm. for the next album, they said, let's take mm-hmm and build on it more. And I think that's what they did with Five Score and Seven Years Ago. Then when you get to Forget and Not Slow Down, there is a similar feeling to Forget, uh, to, uh, I keep wanting to say Plead the Fifth, but to uh, five, five Score, score. to Five Score. But you could also say that that album is very much a transition into the I, pop of Collapsible I Lung. I completely agree. I was actually going to say, I wanted to correct myself. I meant five score I don't, when I said Forget and Not Slow Down. Because I remember when Forget and Not Slow Down came out thinking, yeah. oh, this is really it's different. A lot more, it, it, that is a lot more like more feeling of mainstream pop of the time. But it's hard for me to tell because there is still a pop rock edge to that that you could almost see is sprung out of mm-hmm and five score. Right, right. So it's, where, whereas you can take these first three albums and say this is one particular trilogy of this band's career, mm-hmm. and then you can definitely take mm-hmm and five score and say this is definitely one period. Mm-hmm. And then you can definitely take Collapsible Lung and Air for Free and say this is another period when you have Forget and Not Slow Down, and maybe the more we talk about songs from those albums, we'll figure it out. It is hard to say if Forget or Not Slow Down belongs to the period of Five Score and mm-hmm, or if it belongs to the period of Collapse of the Lung and Air for Free. Yeah. Or if that's its place, if it's meant to be the exact transition between Collapse of the Lung and Five Score. Who yeah. knows? You have to listen to future episodes as we figure <laughs> this out. Champion 9 on March 31st, 2003 said, To me, this song doesn't make sense. Or am I just stupid? All this talk about cell phones. It's a leading question. And then whammo, crazy talk about chapstick and chap lips and things like chemistry. (laughs) What is this? Does anyone else understand? I thought you were going to say like, oh, we're talking about cell phones. And then whammo, talk about personal relationships and trying to be a better person. But no, it's like you can't talk about cell phones (laughs) and chapstick in one song. That's great. The Flying Frigger on June 10th, 2003. You know, we've been trying not to swear on this podcast to avoid an E. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) that's their name, so we'll have to keep it. Said, I don't have a full grasp on what the song is about, but I like to think it has something to do with maybe a girl who makes him talk on his cell phone all the time or having to talk to people all the time on his cell phone. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? It's one of their best songs. Damn right. Damn right. 
There are five pages of these results, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave oh. it there. Are you sure? What else all of, right, of right. song meanings? Of song meanings. Oh, I mean, Frigger really had it down. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like I've never heard a better thesis statement about the band in general than that. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about is Drake and Josh. That's we right. forgot to talk about the fact that this song is on the Drake and Josh soundtrack. We did talk about all the soundtracks Press and On was on that we found. But uh, I, I'm definitely familiar with the Drake and Josh soundtrack because, as I've talked about before, I do run an MXPX memes account. And this soundtrack also had responsibility. And once in a while, maybe once, twice a year, as I run this account, someone will send me a tweet and be like, can you explain this? And then, because they'll, they'll be, I guess they'll be on Spotify listening to MXPX on shuffle. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a Drake and Josh image comes up on their phone and <laughs> listening to responsibility. And then I can send them. I took that soundtrack cover and I put the Poconacha Punk's face on both of them. Nice. Classic. Classic. Classic my stuff there. That is classic Danny MXPX means. Yeah. And I didn't even realize until we were researching this song that Reliant K's Chapstick is also on there. I found a clip on YouTube, but it's shot really, really badly. It looks like it's on mm-hmm. one of the phones they reference in the song. And then it's also the TV they're shooting is totally blown out and you can't barely hear it Uh but apparently it's some sort of episode where josh which one's the famous one drake 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 really wants to see though the one who's more famous drake drake bell and i guess the episode from the clip i saw has to do with drake really wanting to see a band he's trying to win tickets in the scene Uh uh-huh and he calls or he tries to call or he's listening to the radio and then after the dj talks they go to chapstick on that same yeah. topic i came across a website called whosampled.com mm-hmm. and i'm very familiar I, I i'm familiar with that site okay that's the website where i realized that the horn line from wrong boyo by the clash which was already a cover to begin with the actual horn line is taken from won't you let me take you on a sea cruise right. and i've never heard that's one because i love ska Right. And that's one of the Clash's like two or three ska songs. Another thing we have to do in every episode of this podcast is you have to I talk have to about mention ska. ska. So this time I'm mentioning Wrong and Boyo by The Clash. It's probably their only f- total like ska song. Like the rest are all kind of reggae or rock steady. It's like one of their only real ska songs. It was already a cover of an old Jamaican song to begin with. And apparently they took the horn line from Won't You Let Me Take You on a Sea Cruise. I was so upset when I learned that. Okay, so who sampled? I, for Reliant K. For Reliant K, for Chapstick, Chaplips, and things like chemistry. I came across something which is... What? <laughs> maybe Vaporwave? Like, okay. <laughs> I feel like the meme of the guy with the bu- book and the butterfly and like, is this Vaporwave? Right. Um, so, crazy-steve-420 hyphen hyphen Okay. put out... A song called Millennial Dream Corps. Awesome title. And used the Drake and Josh. Very timely. I don't actually know if this is real. Is there a Drake and Josh Game Boy Advance game? Because if so, he used the cover. If not, he made it. Sure, Which why not? would be super vaporwave of him. She won't let me see the screen. And do you want to keep this as a secret? Well, you can't really turn your camera. I can't really turn my... Your computer towards me. I cannot That's turn fine. my computer towards you. That is why I didn't. Um... Sure, 
This is amazing. I love it. This is like the opposite of Nightcore. I don't know if there's a name. Is it like Daycore? Like, what do you call that? Because Nightcore is where you just take a song and you speed it up. This does not sound like the clip of the show that I found. That's what I was like, is it Vaporwave? And it's it's just the Batman ride part over and over and over. We've been listening to this for a minute, and I... Can't wait for it to just go on forever. I understand. You know, Matt, I thought you'd flip out. Normally, yes, I would flip out. But my psychologist worked out a plan where I'm only allowed to get angry four times each day. Now's not the time. When is the time? Oh, that's a secret. <laughs> amazing yep amazing that is music yeah that is the music of the millennials that is the dream music of the millennials it, it is and all their corporations that's a great find that's so good thank you crazy thank you steve for, 420 thank you crazy steve 420 and thank you jess for finding that and bringing that into my life <laughs> i also found a website called amiright.com, and they have misheard lyrics. The first two, I feel, are kind of a stretch, but the third one's kind of interesting. So the first one is, okay, so he does it on a cell phone? (laughs) Instead of, okay, so who doesn't own a cell phone? Uh, The second one is, because speed bumps are so much more fun when the sun's outside. Speed bumps, theme parks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so far, these are ones that I've submitted to that website, so I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> well, the third one, if it was submitted by you, good job, because it's pretty clever. Uh, I don't know if it's legit or not, but it's clever. And I also lost my phone to the rates that would make Batman writhe. <laughs> Batman's rich. He doesn't care how much he's got to <laughs> spend on his cell phone. That's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. That's like, that's non-canonical straight out of the box. Instead of, and I lost my phone to the lake beneath the Batman ride. Are those the words? I know those are the words. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, that, that someone out there thought that Reliant K had a song where they talk about Batman writhing. It doesn't make any sense. He's rich. He wouldn't care about his cell phone minutes. If anything, he's just going to hack. He's Batman. He's a scientist. He's just going to hack into the Gotham City cell phones, which he actually does in Dark Knight. Remember, they they have that whole machine that hacks into all the phones and maps the entire city to monitor for crime in people's private homes. Right. It was all an allegory for George W. Bush. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Okay. In my in my deep dive, I also discovered, I vaguely remember this. This is a website from 2012 and geocaching, which was this thing where you had like a like an online scavenger hunt. Do you remember this? I do remember geo things happening. 
on the internet where they would give you geotags and you'd have to go find them. I remember yeah. when we were in film school, someone made a horror movie about it. Made a horror short yeah. film about like, hey, I'm going to check out this geotag and then there's a slasher right. and then it ended. Yeah, so this one is, apparently there's like a whole, it was a whole thing and there's a whole website about it. And this one in particular was named after Chapstick, Chaplips, and things like Chemistry. And the contributor just says, named after a song by my favorite band, a park and grab in a little community park. There are a few muggles in the area, but there should be no one looking inconspicuous. What did we find? I'm so scared now. The cache is hidden by Gazebo, regardless of what the coordinates say. It's a nice little park by a gated community. No hiking needed. What's happening? If you need additional hints, you have to click this link that says decrypt that I am not clicking. And this is connected to Chapstick how? To Chapstick? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. It's just some sort of... This is the beginning of a creepypasta. (laughs) It's just called Chapstick Chaplips and things like chemistry. So I have a question. If I... If I figure out how to do this and I follow it, does it lead me to Reliant K? All things re- lead to Reliant K. I thought all things led to Ska. All things do lead to Ska, but I am not going to find out what this leads to because I'm, <laughs> I'm, liter- I'm actually scared right now. <laughs> well, Dan, I hate, I hate to just like latch onto that fear mongering, but yeah. I also found a website of Is Chapstick Addictive? No, no, it's not. I mean, the answer in short, no. But this website, <laughs> the, the the writer of this blog post would like you to know that it is entirely possible to get hooked on the good feeling of chapstick on your lips. I mean, yeah, anything you can get hooked on anything. That's just what Big Lip Bomb wants you to think. <laughs> All those big lip balm people in Washington that are, like, lining the pockets of politicians. I also found there's a there's a website called themaneater.com. And I found something written by a staff writer there on April 15th, 2003, which he makes an argument that I really don't care for or it, more that I just don't see when it comes to Reliant K. Okay. So the title of the article is Reliant K rips off Blink-182 sound. Okay. They and don't. They don't at all. And, and we've, we've kind never of talked... Talk- yeah, we've never talked about this. We've talked about this in our personal lives. Is that yeah. In personal conversations. Is that I think a lot of people talk about how MXPX was quote-unquote marketed or whatever presented as the Christian Blink-182, which is completely... Which doesn't make any sense for the chronology because MXPX and Blink-22 basically started at the exact same time. Right. And MXPX actually gets famous, but slightly slightly famous before Blink-22 gets famous. Anyway, point is, I think Reliant K, although they don't sound like Blink-22, was marketed as the Christian Blink-182 because you needed like some somewhat facsimile or at least could be presented in a way in which the band can be a surrogate for people who don't aren't supposed to listen to. Right, but to me their their sounds just never really had that overlap. No, I mean, they don't. I suppose that you could say in terms of like lyrics, both bands have these songs where they're kind of like kitschy, fun, 
high schooler centric lyrics maybe right for some of the the songs but i i don't really see and in terms of like taking marketing like pure pop sensibility with a very unique personal twist and putting it in a pop punk shell that is also something that maybe Reliant K and Blink-182 have in common because mm-hmm. Blink-182 is a band that if you strip their songs down and you removed the pop rock, pop punk element, you still mm-hmm. have songs that are melodies that are perfectly good to put into a pop song. Same thing with, with Reliant K. But what does this article say? Reliant K's pop punk sound comes from the sunny southern coast of Canton, Ohio. While punk sounds and attitudes have splintered, regrouped, turned, returned, and turned again, Southern California pop punk has pretty much stayed the same. Beginning with the Descendants at the outset of the 80s, these bands have kept their guitars calmer and their sounds less aggressive while utilizing more hooks and melodies than other punk bands and movements throughout the years. Hmm. (laughs) I'm so confused. (laughs) It has always been a more listener-friendly style of punk. Today, Blink-182 carries on the tradition. Reliant K sounds very much like Blink-182. No. And would be part of this same movement if it weren't for damned geography. Coming no. of age. Coming of age is a theme prevalent in SoCal pop punk. Songwriting. And Reliant K decided to write nearly every song about it. Life must be simple in Ohio. They go to Six Flags and worry about using too many daytime cell phone minutes. First of all, keep going. The band members ponder relationships and wish for the day they can get emotional girls to all wear mood rings. So we'll be tipped off to when they're ticked off. So we'll know just what they're thinking. They Copyright also- strike. <laughs> they use quotes. They also have the time to reminisce about their younger days and more innocent and suburban update of Brian Adams' Summer of 69, In Love with the 80s. Is this like for someone's like college or something and they're just BSing just to like... I don't know. (laughs) Reliant K takes stories like these, adds some guitar chords, and crafts pop punk songs. Another band that also writes story songs like this is, you guessed it, Blink-182. Lots of people write story songs. I've I've got news for you, Eric Lynch. Story songs have been around for a lot longer than Blink-182. Reliant K could practically rename itself to Blink-182 if it had the sense of humor and brattiness of the Blink crew. Reliant K doesn't (laughs) sing nearly enough songs about having sex with dogs or... (laughs) They go on to say, Reliant K is just too f***ing wholesome, though. Not surprisingly, they are a Christian band. First of all... There's a lot, like, there's a lot of, like, borderline correct things. I'm like, okay, like, but nothing of the core opinion is correct. However, I'm like, they're so obsessed with the idea of of SoCal punk. But, like, most of the really famous pop punk bands are not necessarily from SoCal. Pop punk's a state of mind, man. Yeah, but (laughs) he's acting like they're from Canton, Ohio, so there's no way they could be popular. But, like, Green Day's from, from... Northern California, 
uh, MXPX is from Washington, uh, some 41 and, uh, and simple planner from Canada. Yeah. Like, uh, I have no idea where good Charlotte's from. I've never actually thought about it, but like, <laughs> but the, the point, I don't care. I don't even care. <laughs> the point is like, that doesn't make any sense. Like I, no. I only, like I said, I only agree with the idea that Reliant K by the Christian bookstores was marketed as here's your replacement for Blink-182. But outside really, of that... And really, if you wanted to say that, I feel like Hawk Nelson is a little closer to the Christian Blink-182. Yeah. They're also actually a lot... I feel like they're a lot closer to like the Good Charlotte and Simple yeah. Plan as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't... That's just... That's just... that uh, My mind is like totally warped. I know. <laughs> I know. I found that article and it actually, at the time, it infuriated me. <laughs> <laughs> And they do have. A I was sense like, of I'm humor. here to white knight for Reliant K. All right. <laughs> and like, what? But what's the? But Reliant K has had a lot of success. What's their barometer for right. Reliant K having success? They've had a lot of success. Of course, they haven't had the success of Blink One Two because they're one of like the top hundred bands in history. Right. Like actually in history, and like there's only so many actual pop punk bands that get to that level. Like maybe just Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two. Like a band like The Descendants isn't even. Who the, you know? This article is like who the descendants, but right. and I love them, but they're not in the top you know two hundred bands in the world today. Right, right. So like, how could Reliant K be? <laughs> it's like it's like he hates Reliant K and he thinks they're ripping off Blink One Eighty Two, and he says, but they couldn't get as big as Blink One Eighty Two because they they don't have songs about farts and drinking. <laughs> I don't get it. That's, if any of the members of Reliant Care are listening, apparently that's all you need to do. More songs about farts and what did I say? Drinking. Drinking. <laughs> if you want to be Blink One Eighty Two, more songs about <laughs> farts and twisting. There's I, I lots feel of like, songs about twisting. I was gonna say, I feel like there would totally be a song by Reliant K about twisting. Well, I don't. I don't even know where else to go from there. So I feel like that's about where we've got to leave Sorry it. Sorry to end it on a downer. I mean, we've been recording for so long that eight o'clock has come around. So I feel like we can finally just drop we're, the podcast. We're literally out of daytime phones. minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, if you, what was this guy's name? Oh, you already closed it. <clears throat> Eric Lynch, maybe? Well, if you are Eric Lynch and you want to... <laughs> defend your thesis statement against us please email us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com you can tweet at us or check out our instagram which are both sadiehawkinspod or you can leave us a voicemail which is 402-95-SADIE thanks so much for listening and we will see you on the batman ride (laughs) 